Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. I'm Sarah Lane. Apple announced it does not expect to meet its second quarter forecast for revenue due to global supply constraints for iPhones and lower Chinese demand as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. Apple said it had previously expected to report net sales between $63 and $67 billion in its fiscal second quarter, a wider range than usual given the uncertainty, but didn't specifically update those figures. Bloomberg sources say that Apple's iPhone SE 2 is still on track to launch in March, with a new iPad Pro expected in the first half of the year. In related news, supply chain analytics provider TrendForce issued a new report that smartphone production is projected to decline 12% year-on-year this quarter due to issues with the coronavirus, making it the lowest quarter in five years. Fiber optics suppliers based in Wuhan, China, where the outbreak originated, account for 25% of global production. The report also says China's 5G rollout could also be affected due to the greater need for optical fiber cables in next-gen base stations. DRAM and NAND flash markets are unlikely to be affected because of a combination of stockpiling and automation at semiconductor factories. Trendforce expects smartwatches to drop 16% from prior expectations and laptop PCs and smart speakers to see declines as well. Qualcomm unveiled its Snapdragon X60 5G modem with availability set for early 2021. The X60 uses process technology of 5 nanometers for lower power consumption and a smaller footprint. The X60 will run on everything from 2G to 5G networks, and it will access sub-G gigahertz networks and millimeter wave networks for faster than average speeds overall. Kickstarter employees voted 46 to 31 in favor of forming a union with the Office and Professional Employees International Union. Kickstarter workers are the first white-collar workers at a major tech company to successfully unionize in the U.S. Kickstarter CEO Aziz Hassan said in a statement, quote, We support and respect this decision, and we are proud of the fair and democratic process that got us here. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk tweeted on Monday that all organizations developing advanced AI should be regulated, including Tesla. This was in response to an MIT Technology Review profile of OpenAI, which Musk co-founded in 2015 as a nonprofit. OpenAI was originally backed by $1 billion to pursue open research into advanced AI for the goal of benefiting society. The organization officially formed a for-profit arm owned by a non-profit parent corporation in 2019 and accepted $1 billion in investment from Microsoft. Musk also said he has, quote, no control and only very limited insight into OpenAI and that his confidence in Dario Amodi, OpenAI's research director, is not high. Dell announced that it's selling RSA Security to a private equity consortium for $2.075 billion. The transaction includes RSA Archer, RSA NetWitness Platform, RSA Secure ID, RSA Fraud, and Risk Intelligence, and RSA Conference. It's expected to close in the next six to nine months. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos announced in an Instagram post that he will commit $10 billion to fight climate change through a new fund called the Bezos Earth Fund. Bezos says that the money will help scientists, activists, NGOs, and any effort that offers a real possibility to help preserve the Earth from the impact of climate change. A Verge source says that the fund won't engage in private sector investment and will focus entirely on charitable giving. And finally, in other Amazon news, Amazon-owned Ring will start requiring two-factor authentication for all users when they sign into their Ring accounts with a six-digit code sent to either an email address or to SMS. 
Ring is also pausing the use of the majority of third-party analytics services in its apps and website while it works on more ways to opt out of that sharing in its control center. Users can also opt out of sharing data for targeted advertising. This follows a report from the EFF that Ring's app's third-party trackers were sharing info with Facebook, Google, and data companies like AppsFlyer and Mixpanel. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all headlines there as well. I'm Sarah Lane. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.